What's up, guys? Back from a nice little break. Um, hitting you guys with a really good one uh, with uh, Miss Meg Scanlon. And, uh, dude, it's a, it's an awesome one. We go from talking about um, her being a, a former athlete uh, to the progression that, uh, that she's had. And, of course, uh, we talk about uh, her being a dual athlete in that uh, she's both a power lifter and a weight lifter. Uh, very good in both. Um, and the possibility of her, um, you know, taking it to the world championship level at both levels, which I think is very possible for her because she's very talented, very strong, very driven. And of course, uh, we have a, a bet in which we're actually holding each other accountable rather than a bet, a bet about having a stronger, a stronger squat, more solid squat uh, by the time national rolls around. This is a super good one. Uh, like they all are. They're all really, really good, at least in my opinion. Um, but of course, this is a really good. I, I was really excited to get her on. I've uh, been really uh, wanting to get her on um, ever since I you know, caught one of her uh, a year or two ago. So this should be awesome uh, for you guys to, to check out. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Corner of the Circle. I needed time to practice. I don't know if you heard my voice, but it isn't good. <laughs> Listen, it, you know what? It's not like well, then you can just you can talk it out. We'll figure it out. We got a little time. Um, okay, cool. We're we're ready, roll. We're we're. I think we're on. Yeah, we're on. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, boys and girls of all ages from all over the world. Uh, it's crazy because we actually have people that listen to this, which is crazy. Um, we have. Wow, I mean, we're gonna go down the list, man. Um, you know, absolutely one of my favorite, uh, my favorite lifters. I can't even say power lifters because she, she does she does it all. Um, I I've been quoted as saying that she is my spirit animal, um, a champion, um, powerlifting champion, freaking a freaking weightlifting guru. Um, I mean, she has strong people that you know that she trains. Uh, she's represented our nation. Um, it is my belief that she'll be one of the very few that will represent our nation on two different platforms. I'm a huge believer in that. Um, I said it. I said it. I said it. Um, we have we have the champion, the one, the only Miss Meg Scanlon here. Yay! Thank Yay. you. Thank you. What's going on? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being I think on this. The best, the best day of my Instagram live so far was the day that I opened it up and you called me your spirit animal. I was like, this is mm. fantastic. I was, <laughs> man, it was, it was weird because you know how you like, you watch people, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, at this point, I guess in, in, in our powerlifting careers, um, you watch, you know, you have your people that you watch. And like, like I said to you before we got on, I, I, I'm at that point now where, you know, I turn on my post notifications for the people that I really, 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 really like. And I used to be like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to turn on notifications. Remember, it's, no, it's not that big of a deal. But now it's like people that I admire, the work ethic, people that I, I, I admire, you know, their technique. I admire what they bring to the table, um, female, male alike. Um, I just, like, there's so many people now that I actually just, 
I have an opportunity to look up to. Like when I first started, it wasn't that many. Um, not because of like people didn't work as hard, but it's just I think people are working so much harder on the quality of their lifting rather than how much how much weight they can put on the bar. And you're one of those that um, I won't even say you burst on the scene, but you're one of those that you just you've always put in a solid body of work um, as long as I can remember. You know, since I started following you, um, and it's just it's it's fun to watch. And so I'm like, well, I just want to you know keep watching. And it was like when I started following. Um, you know, I mean, you were moving weight, but and it seemed like literally a month after that, two months after that, the weight started getting heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. I'm like, oh my gosh. But the technique, I think for me, was like, I was watching your technique. I was like, yo, her technique is ridiculous. And so I'm at that point now where I'm like, I mean, I can put tons of weight on the bar, but it's like, if it doesn't, if my technique is lacking, it just, it drives me nuts. And so you're one of those that like I, I, I often I don't even care. It sounds so creepy, but it's not as a lifter. <laughs> I get so like I'm like when I when when you get up in those high percentages and you're doing like your heavy doubles and you're you know I'm saying like triples and, and you know you know the the rare occasion like the singles and stuff, like I really like try to watch like you know where the technical breakdown happens, if it happens at all. And it's like it 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 happens it, it's weird because it's like earlier it happened more than it does now. And I'm like, dude, she's been working, dude. And um, <laughs> it's just like I said, like, I mean, and for me, it's just like, you know, I, I, I try to I try to pull pieces I mean, as a lifter. You know, you try to pull pieces from different people um, and you, you do you do tons of core work. You know what I mean? And you you really you do a good job of taking care of your body, seeing as how you do two different disciplines all together. And you're able to somehow, you know, you and Max are able to meld that thing together and you've got to just man it's it's dope to watch and so i'm like yo i gotta get this i gotta get this girl on because this you know i mean there's a tons of hybrid athletes out there but like they mean for me i'm like yo you're you're my og hybrid athlete i'm like yo i've got to get her on and so i didn't even i don't even think i even asked i was like i gotta get you on my podcast please (laughs) that was literally how i did it and so yeah man so like you think your instagram life is winning i'm winning right now this is huge for me so i really really appreciate you being on here, man, um, and I, I will, I have no problem, you, you know, that's Marissa, I have no problem bragging about you to your face, I don't even care, um, I, just, <laughs> I just think I'd rather say it to your face than behind your back, because I feel like it's, it's worth more, um, but yeah, like I said, I super, super, super appreciate you, you, you know, accepting the invitation and, and coming on, um, so we, we'll hop into this, uh, I'm not even giving you a chance to respond, because that's how I work, I don't yeah. care, um, but yeah, so, quick like just a quick run like when when was it that you like just found out that like yo i'm stronger than average i'm stronger than most like when when did that hit you like um i don't know like i started powerlifting and i was like oh i think i could be like pretty okay like maybe competitive yeah at this sport (laughs) um and i would say like it was like probably a year went by and then i was and then I started to really think, like, I might actually be strong. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. Really strong, but it just, like, takes a little while. But I really, really feel like I didn't think, like, I could progress, like, as much as I had right. until um, not this Arnold, the Arnold before, which is kind of ironic because it wasn't, like, my best meet or training cycle. Right. But I think because of that and, like, I was still able to put up pretty good numbers, I was like, well, shit, maybe I can, like, maybe I am really strong, you know, like that even on 
with not being the perfect day with the, without the perfect training conditions, like I was still strong and like holding my own. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, so, so you did, have you always just been like a, like a, a sporty person, like a, a competitive person? Did you always do that um, prior to getting yeah. into powerlifting? Like, did, what was your, what was your, like, your like lifting fitness history prior to, mm -hmm. to powerlifting? Yes. So I always was doing sports and always like running around as a kid. Right. Like I grew up with two brothers, you know what I mean? Mm. Like stereotypical tomboy, <laughs> um, <laughs> did gymnastics, did played soccer in college. And like, I was, I mean, I was pretty good. You right. know what I mean? Like I wasn't the best person on my team or anything, but I was always very super competitive and I don't know why. And mainly with myself, like not yeah. really with anyone else just with myself and I still don't know really <laughs> why because I'm still like that um <laughs> but it without a doubt has made my lifting like that competitive aspect has made my lifting progress really quickly yeah, I, I've found that a lot of a lot of our number and I, mean, and I think I've been I've echoed it over and over and over in a lot of the podcasts and just a lot of the times that I've talked with people I feel like a lot of us that come from a very competitive background especially those of us that we competed in college and we were in a, on a team. There's a, mm -hmm. you, you, man, how do I say this without sounding? It sounds so corny, but you're so used to having your brain and your mind melded around the idea of a team and not letting your yeah. team down that you, you don't, you're always a competitive person. Number one, you're always a competitive person, but at the same time, you learn to, to almost harness that competitive nature to make sure it's for the better of the team. So it's almost like it's like a it's almost like a uh, this like hidden it's like a fire that you almost like you you keep the you keep the fire like kind of dimly lit in order to make sure that the team comes first and then when you get when you get to a point where like all right I'm no longer on a team say like in college and I'm, and I'm you know I'm not a part of this bigger team or this this bigger thing that that competitive fire it doesn't necessarily go out but rather it gets stronger and stronger when you start doing more of an individualized sports like like lifting weights um and i don't know i, I it seems like as soon as that fire kind of hits like full flame then it's just like shit starts getting a little bit lighter so you got to put more weight on and you start really diving into the mechanics behind it like okay i'm strong but how can i get strong with better techniques so that i can put more weight on and mm -hmm. like, so it's it's weird because like that competitive nature, I feel like that competitive nature really, it, it feeds into the, all the other things like the better technique and the desire to, yeah. you know, the, the desire for a, a better lockout, the desire for, you know, better, a better bar path, all of the di different things that follow on the technique, it all is kind of, you know, it's all from that, that fire that keeps growing and growing and growing. It's in the more you do it, say with lifting, it's like the more competitive you tend to get. And like you said, I, mm -hmm. that you made a good point about your you're really competitive, you know, especially with yourself and you hold yourself accountable. It's, I feel like a lot of that comes from the team sport because not only you have to hold yourself accountable, but you're obviously you don't let your team down and that you're not the weakest link because I feel like every mm -hmm. team is, you know, that in the back, you're like, I, you don't want to, yep. and you don't want to be that weakest link. And so, you know, that, that you almost like you brainwash yourself into making sure that you're not the weakest link, even though you may not be on this huge team anymore you still have that mentality of I've got to make sure that I bring my best foot forward. Um, and that's crazy because like I said, I, I think, I think that's really cool that it wasn't your best meat, but that was the meat that was like, you know what? I, I can really do this. Like I, I can, I can, that's crazy. 
Yeah, and it, to be honest, I ended up getting hurt in that meet too on my last deadlift. And still, like, that was the spark for me to, like, decide to do a lot of things that, like, in looking back at it, like, I should not have had the confidence in being like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to do it, and this is what's going to happen. You know what I mean? But, but, how, but, but how awesome is that that, you know, in your – I'm a firm believer that you find – your most your most powerful moments in your weakest moments you know what i mean and that was the moment you're like you know what like i can do this like I, this is i mean but how crazy that's the turning point like you know what oh, 100%. i'm not having the greatest me dude that's how it was for me the arnold was always that one where like dude two years ago no lie the arnold it was my absolute worst meat that i've ever had in my life mm -hmm. i was sick as a dog and don't get me wrong i've if, of all my big meats that I've had in my life, probably 40% of them I've been sick in. Um, mm -hmm. That was the sickest I've ever been in any meat. Like, I was throwing up everywhere. It was it was a bad situation. Shout out to SBD for giving me, like, 50 <laughs> freaking singlets because, like, I ruined every one of them. Um, I was so freaking sick. I, I literally, it was the worst. I was, I was laughing. I was, <laughs> I was joking. Like, I was 10 for 9 in throwing up every lift. It was great again so i was just like i yelled for kelly when kelly's about to squat a thousand pounds and i threw up everywhere it was great it was awesome oh, God. but after that meet or I should say during that meet i was like i felt even though i knew i was weak even though i know that i wasn't having the best meet i think i got one squat um it's kind of been my mo here lately um even though i only got one squat you only need one, you only need one. yeah i only need one and i make sure i get that <laughs> one and i'm like fine. i'm done with the rest of them guys i'm just gonna see if my bench okay with me to the end um but after all of that you know i was i I remember I sat back and I had an opportunity to talk with Ed Cohen because Ed Cohen was in the back and, and you know, he's like, well, I know it wasn't the greatest meet you ever had. He goes, but there was a lot of good stuff there. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Thanks, Ed. I appreciate it. Like, it was, it was weird, but like, it was kind of that turning point because I always think, you know, like, man, I'm getting older. I, I mean, I, I got a lot of wear and tear on my body because I was a college athlete and I did, you know, I was a two sport, you know, college athlete and, all that stuff, and you, you think of all the negatives, obviously, that, you know, that if there is a negative with being a college athlete, um, like all the wear and tear that your body goes through trying to be a top-level athlete prior to being in powerlifting, like, oh, well, I feel like I'm on the, 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 the downhill side of everything, man, and it was after, literally after that meet, I was like, oh, my gosh, it was my best block that I'd ever had. Um, so I, I, I get that. The Arnold is one of those that's, you know, it's just, it's, it's a meet that, it's a make-or-break meet mentally. I feel for me, it's always yeah. gonna make a break me. Yeah. Um, for you, as far as your meats go, um, what's your favorite meat? What's what's Ooh. like what's the, that's a I'm just being honest. Like, what's that's what's a the, tough one. The, what's I'm telling because like you've been up now. I mean, I can ask you that. There's not a lot of people like I can ask that because not a lot of people have been on the world stage. Not a lot of people have been on that national stage, the USAPL national stage. And not a lot of people have been on that Arnold stage. You've been on the hmm. three biggest platforms that exist in in drug-free powerlifting now and i will mm -hmm. also ask you how is it no you know what i'm gonna save that i'm gonna i'm gonna save that okay. for my next question but so far what's what's the what's the one so far my favorite meet was the grand prix this year without a doubt i mean uh was it, it was fun sick. it was so much fun dude i like, I turned it down. Like, there's so much crowd. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, honestly, I heard from a lot of people like, oh, it's a quick meet, like, mm -hmm. like fast paced meet, which I kind of like. So, like, cool. Yeah. And then, like, 
I don't know, like there's a lot of people, aren't you going to get nervous? I'm like, no, like that's the fun part. That's like, the, the best energy, part. The yeah. Get in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, like who wouldn't want to live for that? It's like the powerlifter's dream. I mean, also it was really good meat for me. So like, that's always fun. Yeah. You um, feel that you ate. You went but hard. the last thing that it did, yeah, it was a good meat. <laughs> but the last in. thing that it did <laughs> for me, and it was one of the first things I said when I stepped off the stage, um, to Max was I was so happy, made my last deadlift so happy, and I was like, that just proved to me that I can go back to 63 and be competitive. Um, yeah. Big- oh man, let me. Oh my gosh, thank you for that because <laughs> I'm in a point right now that I'm such a tweener with my body weight that it's like I think a lot of people don't understand. Like I mean, there's there's some of us that we train far far above our weight class or our desired weight class. And you do a little cut, and you can lose some strength. You know what I mean? And not, you can almost diet yourself out of, you know, competitive, out of contention. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. then there's those of our, our number that try to stay, you know, right at or sometimes under, um, you know, uh, under the, the weight class. And you tend to give away some pounds because you don't do that. So, I mean, there's, there's mm-hmm. a, you know, there's, there's a combination to it. My body now, when, when I... Obviously, when I first saw the USAPL, like, you know, 2013 and everything, like, we were just in our last, we were in our last year of the old weight classes, and I was like a 90 kg, no big deal. So I was always around like 88 to 89, no big deal. Then that year, we moved up to the IPF standard, and so I'm going against these 93 guys at 89, and I was getting my butt kicked on the international level. So... I was like, you know what? I'm not going to diet. I'm just going to eat like I normally eat. And so my body normally set around rather than 205. I set around like 201. So I'm still giving up some pounds. Um, So by the time I got to like that third year of international competition, I was like, I'm going to try to eat above. I'm going to try to be around 220. I tried that and I tried to diet down and I thought I was going to die. So (laughs) my body naturally, you know, so your body naturally sits around. I understand. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, you get to a point where you train so much and, you know, and if you're a naturally lean person or if if your diet speaks to you being more natural, obviously you become more lean because of your diet, then obviously you have a higher muscle content on your body. So then when you do actually put on some, some fat, so to speak, you are sitting so far above the weight class and it's not necessarily the strength. I think people forget you're not losing strength. Really, you're losing the energy to move the weight. I mean, so mm-hmm. it's like if you're able, like if like you like yourself, if you're able to finally figure out that combination of what it takes to be able to train slightly above the weight class, but be able to do a, a, a smart diet, not a cut, but rather a smart diet down and maybe cut a few pounds here and there to maybe sure you make sure you make weight class but at the same time you're able to maintain your strength and be super competitive that's got to be the greatest feeling ever because right now my fat ass cannot do that i cannot figure it out to the point that you know they're like maybe you should go up to 105 man there's nothing for me at 105 there's nothing for me up there man like i can't see myself walking around i'm too short to be 230 something pounds there's no way but I'm glad I'm glad one of us has figured out the combination because I have not figured it out yet. And, but I, I just well, I I originally started as a 63, but I like wasn't like my first national is I was like a really small 63. So mm-hmm. like I knew like in order to be competitive, I either had to 
gain more muscle or to go down to 57. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I got hurt. So I lost a ton of strength. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm going to go down to 57. Yeah. And the ultimate goal coming back to 63. So I was like, all right, like I'll do like, you know, little bulks and cut back to 57. I just didn't know which like, thank you parents, I guess. Like I was going to gain muscle so quickly mm. <laughs> um, over the past year that like, <laughs> like, this last time, I was like, oh, this might kill me. It was like three weeks before, and I'm like, this is the last time this is I'm ever crazy. doing this. <laughs> I just remember, I was like, wait, what? I remember that one because, like, I mean, this last one, you, you, I mean, you're always pretty, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty open about, like, you know, cutting down and everything and your dieting and stuff like that. Um, not going into worlds, but I think going into nationals, like, when you were like showing like you know just the progress i'm like dude this chick is about to go on stage what is going <laughs> on like i was just like you've got to be kidding me so i remember telling my man I was like bro that's that's goals right there i'm gonna get okay. that lean because like honestly if i ever if i ever died it correctly i would probably well i wouldn't look like that because you look like a freaking a spartan dude it's un- no dude no, i know i just was perfect you I was, were like, on still building back my dude strength. you you were on so point perfect. dude you on were on point. point and i was like dude for real that was around the time i turned on the post notifications like i gotta figure out how she's doing <laughs> it i'm not even be, i don't even care i don't care how creepy that sounds i was like dude yeah i've got to figure out the combination because at that point i mean you were already on my radar but like you know like you you like all right they're on your radar okay you admire what they're doing, and then you, then the next step was like fanboy. So I was like, I wasn't right between like fanboy and like, yo, she's killing it. Um, but it's, the numbers were going up, everything was solid, and I mean, it was just, it was just, it's awesome to watch somebody not necessarily work from the bottom up, but just watch somebody work hard and accomplish the goals that they set out. Because if you're, you know, and and, and it's it's not me sounding like I'm not trying to sound like oh we're better than people or anything like that, but it's like when you're a world class lifter. And you see somebody on the edge of being world class and you know what it takes to get to that next level. And so you root for that person to make it to that next level. So at that point, you know what I mean? It was there's there's a few of us that are world class, but it's there's always room for more. And the more, you know, the more red, white, we, red, white and blue that we can get in that world class level, that that increases our chances of being a powerhouse. And so you see people like yourself, like, oh, my gosh, she's right on the verge. Like she could she could either be. It was weird because like she could be fifty-seven world class right now, or she gonna keep working to do sixty-three. Oh shit, she's on sixty-three. Oh, she's in. <laughs> oh, and so it, for me, I'm like, dude, it's it's so weird because like, don't get me wrong. On the guy side, the eighty-threes are the most interesting class, but on the women's side, it's a sixty-three. Like you never know. Dude, it's just like the 63s are like, ah, it's a 57 to 8, one more sandwich. Or, oh, uh, that's actually, that's a 72, that's a 72 that decided I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have that sandwich today. Like, you never yeah. know. You know no. what I mean? And so, like, the 72s, sharks. 57 sharks. And when the sharks decide, mm, I feel like I'm going to go down. Mm, I kind of want to go up. They go to 63. And yeah. I'm like, bro, I if, I if I were a female, that would be the one weight class I would avoid like the plague. There's, and I'm like, get me in there. Yeah, you're like, let me go there. That's where I want to go. Again, that shows the difference. Um, so again, and again, that's why I fanboy. That's why like, you're going to be on my podcast. But I, 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 
it's 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 very crazy just to see like how you know just dude you guys are so stacked you know what i mean and and you know i just i don't know man i'm like that's the one way class like i would avoid that i thought the 93s were tough because it seems like everybody's in the 93s but i mean we i'm pretty sure when you look at you know uh when you go like look at raw nash i'm pretty sure the 63s have the, the most as far as women as far as competitors in the 93s so i mean as, yeah. as much trash as I talk about, like, oh, I wouldn't do that. I'm actually in it right now. So whatever. You know, I'm, just, I'm on the other side like, oh, man, I wouldn't want to do that as I do it. Um, okay, so you're saying that um, so the, the Arnold was the one. Or, yeah. So, okay, now, here, here's the question because as you said, I was I like, guess I guess both Arnold's, right? I guess the Arnold's really a turning point must, for me. Yeah, it must be nice. It must be nice. I, well, and, good and bad. One was well, terrible good. one was great. It's like, you know what? I, this is where this is where I, I decided that I belong. And and then next year, the next year, this is where I proved that I belong. Boom. There it is. Yeah. You know, you and Taylor yeah, Atwood, yeah. dude, you you and Taylor had, Atwood had like the greatest freaking Grand Prix. Like, must be nice. I don't know anything about that life. Um, <laughs> I'm like. I'm like so. I'm. A, I'm so, I was like. I was like dancing. Yeah, like, dude, but the so thing fun. is, the more fun you have in a meet, the it's just like the weight just flies. It's just like it yeah, just doesn't true. even. It doesn't feel. It's, it's like having a good day. It, it's like having a good training day. You know what I mean? Because it, it there's no pressure. It's like it's you versus you. And so many people, so many people don't get that opportunity for it to be you versus you. It's always you versus a number, you versus a, uh, an opponent. But once you get to that place where you're just, a, you're comfortable with yourself as a, as a competitor, like no one else exists. It's just you and the weight. And that's such an awesome feeling. And, and I think you hit that point where you're like, you know what, dude, it's just me and the weight now. Let's just go have some fun, you know? And I mean, that's a very, very rare thing. Now, as far as the comparison goes, which one, ooh, which one do you like more so far? Platform, powerlifting, or platform, weightlifting? Oh, no. Oh, no. I lost you. I didn't hear it, the question. Okay, I said, would you rather... <laughs> I lost you for a second. Would you rather the platform is for powerlifting or the platform weightlifting? Uh, right now, powerlifting. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> but, you, but you know what? It's, it's going to be either or. Like, I... I will never be able to. I wanted to enter just to see how it felt, and maybe I will later on. But I, I can snatch, but I cannot. I can't clean and jerk to save my life. See, I would clean and jerk all day. What? All you, day, give me the clean and jerk. You have, you have the mobility. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. can't do this. You can't get there. No. No. Just curl. <laughs> it was, I would. I would look so bad. Like I, I'll put it this way. Um, I don't know if you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know, <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, Danny, Danny from Caffeine and Kilos, Danny Lear, um, who was like, you know, he's old school cow strength, one of the OGs of cow strength. He's offered to help me with, with my, my Olympic lifting for years now. And uh -huh. I always like, yeah, dude, I'll come to Sacramento. We can work. We can work. There's no way. I think even, I think Max even low-key like, hey, we, I can help you. I'm not going to embarrass myself. <laughs> In front of either one of these guys, like, there's no way. There's no way. Like, no, I'm not. Like, these guys have, like, <laughs> they have legit athletes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll come and burn your daylight. Like, I can't oh, even get it. trust me. Well, yeah, I mean. Uh, that right. I can't even get here. So that I, could be a problem. That could be a problem. Could. That is a problem. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> so, like, I don't even. That's, there's no way, man. Like, so I just. If I can finally get it here, then we can we can talk turkey. But until then. 
I'm not even going to waste their time. I'm not going to burn their daylight. But, I mean, how was that? What's that feeling like being on, like, the weightlifting platform? Like, I just, God, it looks, it looks so sick, but I just I don't know if I could do it. It's, uh, honestly, it's so different. <laughs> I don't know. And I think it's just because I'm newer at it. So, like, yeah. I feel like. I'm not as in control as like when I'm powerlifting, like I got like my routine, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I got a little swag. I got like, I'm yeah. happy. Like I know what I'm doing yeah. and weightlifting is getting better, but I'm like, okay. And I need to do this, 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 you know what I mean? You feel like you got the, like the cues in your head, like make sure you do this, this, yeah. I just, oh my gosh. I just, I look at it and it's just like, it's those people that do it and do it well. God, it looks so fun. And they look so yeah. like, it looks so effortless and, you know, when I get to like the heavier weight, I'm like, it still looks like, oh, they can do that. Right. Powerlifting is like either they can or they can't. They're like, it's, if you know, yeah, I get like, oh, that weight's going to crush him when, it, when he puts it on his back. I can tell by the way he walks mm-hmm. it out. Or, but like, weightlifting, it's like, it comes, from, it comes off the ground so smooth. I'm like, oh, wow, he can get this. And then either they get it or they don't. Or, oh my gosh, he's going to snatch this. And they, you know, they get it, like, they get it up, but there's just that slight press. I'm like, ah, like, it's always these, these little things. I just, it's, it just seems like it's so, God, it looks fun, but it also looks so hard. It's so hard. It, but, it's so different. Like, that, it reminds me so much of, like, gymnastics. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, it looks so, so effortless, like, when you're good at it. And oh, yeah. Not, it Dude, looks, like, Oh, my weird. gosh. Oh, yeah. I was a beast in gymnastics until, like, I realized, like, wait, I, there's more. I got to do more stuff. I got <laughs> Listen, I'm good. At, I'm good to a, a double full. Like, wait, you want me to do a no? Nah, a double? I'm nah, good. I can't. I can't nah, you know, I'm good. I appreciate everything. Um, this is where I stop. I'm actually gonna go to cheerleading. Thanks. Um, yeah, I just. That was it, literally me. I was like, time for soccer. Yeah, like it, it's it's you know, I just it looks like it's so much fun. But again, I would. I'm probably gonna be that guy that just goes to the American Open and watches everybody, um, and just cheers on everyone. But I would never be that guy to get in there. I just. I just you know, I think even the way I respect powerlifting and just the process, like if the, t- if the time comes that I feel like that I'm not doing the sport justice, I'm going to bow out. But with weightlifting, it's the same thing. I'm like, dude, I, I know that I would not be doing the sport justice by going out there and putting my slop out on the platform. I'm not doing that. Like, I, I'm going to, no way, go 0 for 6 and embarrass okay. myself. No way. <laughs> like, hey, thanks for coming, dude. Thanks for your entry fee. That's literally would be me. Um, so <laughs> it's the truth. So like, like at this point right now, um, so I'm assuming you're preparing for Nats. Yeah. Raw Nats. Mm-hmm. Is that the next meet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, I'm going to do a weightlifting meet in between. Of you course. Know? But like, that's my next powerlifting meet. Oh man. Gotta keep it fresh, you know? Man, dude, that's just, oh my gosh. So like, okay. It's actually cool. Cause like powerlifting you know, you're not really supposed to compete that much, yeah. you know, like peak that much and whatever. But for weightlifting, it's like, meh, yeah. you know, like they compete all the time. They really do. I mean, I, um, one of my best friends, man, he's, you know, he's, he's actually a really, really good weightlifter. And he literally trains. I, I know it was like, we were like, it was like a four month period where he was training every day. I was like, what, how do you do that? He's like, oh, nah, man, this is how we do it. And this is how, this is. This method and there's this method and I'm like, wait, but you're going twice a day, every day for like four months, and he, at no point was he ever burned out. You know what I mean? Like the part, yeah. where, the part where he would get burned out is when they were doing accessories, i.e., 
squatting. He's like, oh, dude, this is killing me. I'm like, wait, what? Like, but you just... <laughs> like, that's all I do. <laughs> I was like, bro, this is what I do. He's like, and that's why you have to take time off. I'm like, ah, yeah. touche, my friend. Yeah. Like, it just... It yeah. seems like it's so, like... It's so, so different. It seems like it's so different. Like, when like when did you start... So, did, did, did you always do both? Or did you start, like, with powers? And like, you know what? I'm going to get into weightlifting a little bit. Like, when, when did weightlifting introduce itself into your life? So, I started weightlifting after nationals not last one the year before so what's that 2017 yeah so i started like that december oh my gosh yeah so it's been like a year and a half oh my you should have seen me at the beginning like oh it was not pretty (laughs) but i just it was not pretty and so like did you just like you know it's getting better it's getting better i'm saying it's better it's better than any with the beginning it's better than most of us like to be honest there's not a lot of there's there's i put it way. i feel like a an olympic lifter can come only lifter can come to powerlifting way easier than a powerlifter can go to only that's for sure living proof of that um yeah it's just you also like totally gotta check your ego because you're way stronger than like the weight you can actually lift for Oli. You know true, what I true, mean? True, 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 true. I just, man, it just seems like it's such a humbling experience. And I think, I think maybe I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I just have far too much just testosterone-driven ego to drop the weight. <laughs> you want to load up a bar with 45 kilos? <laughs> like, let's just go. No, the, the, the funny thing is when we went to Alico, um, <laughs> we went to Alico, um, like, while we were up in Sweden, and you know, they have the, the technique, uh, the technique weights. And so they're like, I, you know, like they're like an actual, like a full size weight, but it's only 2.5 kilos. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Big deal. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try spoon jerk this. I still couldn't do it. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. And of course my, you know, my coach Ross is like sitting looking at me. He's like, dude, your mobility is that bad. I'm like, yes, I told you. Like, this is nothing new to us. Like, I'm telling you right now that I sucked that bad. My snatch was all right. But, man, I how just... Do you, how do you got that snatch and not the clean? That's pretty impressive. That's, that's pretty impressive. This is why I have the snatch and I don't have the clean. I'll be completely honest with you. I had the snatch because when I started cheerleading, when I started getting pretty good at it, you know, there's certain there's certain stunts that, that I, I wasn't able to do because my shoulder mobility was trash. Um, and at the time... I mean, I used to be a lot bigger because I was playing football and running track at the same time. So I was walking around like 230, 235. Well, once I get past 220 and I try to do this, I can't breathe. And so he's like, well, you got to get it to where you can kind of open it up and at least get your arms back. I was like, all right, cool. So I was standing. This is no joke. As old school as it comes, I was standing in doorways, leaning, leaning, leaning to try to get more shoulder mobility. Yeah, so I could actually breathe. If I were able, it's so weird. Here, I can't breathe. But back here, I could breathe. So I was like, oh, I, yeah. I see that. So, I mean, I'm great with that. I'm completely great with that. I mean, I'm yeah. sore right now. You wouldn't be able to tell. But yeah, I, I can I can do a little bit of snatch work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, if you ask me to go, he, look at this. There's no way. <laughs> like, so even with my, even with my stunning, even with cheerleading, like I never, everything just goes straight to the top. I never stop halfway. Like if sometimes you can stop halfway yeah. at hands. I go just straight to the top because otherwise yeah. I won't be able to breathe. 
It's the life. Just snatch bodies up. Yeah, man. <laughs> I can snatch bodies all See, day, every day. You even in the snatch, and you didn't even know. Oh, yeah. I'm gravy with it now, but if you, if you like, <laughs> ask me to put, like, some actual weight on there and stand in front of people, there's no way. There is absolutely no way. Stand in front of people. I'm not standing in front of a judge for him to laugh at me. I like, there's no way. And everything, you know me, I'm, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm going to press everything. Like, just, no, oh, I'm cool. sorry. Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's no way. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to embarrass myself. It might be one of those things that I try, you know, later on in life, but no time soon. Um, let me see. Okay. Um, do I have so many questions and I'm trying to make sure that I don't just ask like the dumbest ones. So, like, um. <laughs> So you say you play soccer. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's dope, by the way. Um, so as far as like from from being, I guess, a college athlete, like, oh man, that this is something that like a lot of people, because I mean, a lot of people that do listen to this, like, and they're they're like current athletes and stuff like that. Um, what was your transition for, from being like a college athlete to you know, I mean, because you just you go from being an athlete and then all of a sudden you just you don't have that training anymore, you don't have that yeah. in your life anymore. Like, what was your like, kind of what was your process from basically going from being a, a college athlete, you know, training every day, pretty much competing every day with, with yourself and other people to just being, a, as Baz said, like a regular person? Like, what, what was that transition yeah. like? So I basically never let it happen. It's funny. So I, ha- I have many jobs, but one of my jobs is <laughs> I am an assistant fitness director at a gym, like a gym in Boston. And a big part of that is we like mentor the newer trainers and things like that. So she was analyzing me, if you will. Right. Uh And trying to figure out like why I do what I do. Right. right? Like figure out my why. And I was like, yeah, I really don't know. I really don't know. And then I was like, you know what? I think a lot of it is like, I don't know how to live life without the structure of like training and being an athlete. I don't know what I would do. Right. Like I would be kind of lost. So I finished playing soccer and that's in the fall. And then I still had like my spring semester. Right. One went to like no classes, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. worst semester academically, you of think course. Be the best maybe because I have more time, but like worst semester academically. And, but I did start running. Ah. Yeah. Cause I don't know. It was, yeah, I know. I, but it was a while ago. So that was like, like CrossFit was kind of just starting. So that almost wasn't like a thing yet right. or super popular where I am. So I was like, what am I going to do? I don't know. Like people run, right? Yeah. Like it's something <laughs> my athletic. dad used to run. So like, I was like natural. So I signed up for my first half marathon and I started running. Oh yeah, I know. God. And then, and then I, <laughs> I got caught in a deep, dark hole of running for like probably five years and I ran marathons and did like Ironmans and stuff. So I'm not suggesting that to college athletes that are thinking about what they're going to do after college, but it is the path that I took. Yeah. It's just, I wouldn't I, change it though. It taught no, me a lot. It, taught, it teaches you a lot. Well, I think the biggest thing that you pointed out that, you know, that we, that you end up missing as an athlete is you miss the structure. And so I think a lot of it that helps athletes right now, um, you know, ourselves included is, Knowing that, okay, I'm getting that spreadsheet or I'm getting this, this email or I'm getting this, this, this structure, this structured form or whatever sent to me so I have something to follow. Now, at the same time, not only do you have that structure to follow, but then, of course, you build your, your daily regimen around that structure. I think, I mean, and I think that's for people in general. Everyone kind of has their, their, their structure slash their you know, tradition slash, you know, w- w- their daily routine that they do. 
to be able to fall into it within a routine that kind of have that structure, I feel like that helps a lot of people. So a lot of these athletes that are, you know, maybe even transitioning from maybe being a college athlete or maybe being a professional athlete uh, to, to being a, a regular person, I think the biggest thing is the structure that fitness provides in one's life. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to go and start lifting weights or anything like that. It's just being able to have that. It's, it's not only a, a, a physical structure, but it's, it's like a mental, it's like almost like a, a, a mental library that you're able to walk through and kind of take this and this and this. And it just kind of keeps you down the, the straight and narrow, so to speak. Um, I think that's a huge point that, that, that you pointed out is like structure. Um, to be able to go from one form of structure to another, just as long as you have that structure in your life, I think it, it keeps you from going insane. Because I think the biggest thing for me when I when I stopped doing college athletics was, all right, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do this professional thing. So I have one more form of structure to go to that's a little bit of a higher level. So I did that. But once I was done at, of, of with all, get? I'm like, dude, what do I do? Because this is all I've mm-hmm. been my whole life. Where, where do mm-hmm. I go? Like, you know, and... That was super hard for me because you, I mean, for shit, from the time that, like, from the time that, you know, you, you figure out, like, I'm good at sports, that's one. But then when you figure out you're, you're, you're good at sports and other people know that you're good at sports, you're better than average, that's, that's another thing. But then when you're better than the average person, then that puts you in a whole different category. So, like, all right, well, I'm an elite level athlete. That's all you are. Well, not necessarily that's all you mm-hmm. are, but that's what you identify as for so long. And so you're that way. You're an athlete from eight, nine years old all the way to like you, your, your early 20s. And if, you know, if you're fortunate enough to, you know, to, to go past the collegiate level, then that you might get to push into your mid-20s, maybe your early 30s. But then, then what are you after that? Because you spent so much of your time being an athlete and you spent so much of your time, you know, I, I love that you pointed out the academics, using using that, that extracurricular activity as a, a means of pushing yourself academically, not only to say eligible, just because it just adds to the whole idea of pride and being a part of a team mm-hmm. and being like, you know what, not only am I going to get, and not only am I going to make the dean's list, but I'm also going to try to be an academic All-American. You know, like that was my thing. Like I want to be an All-American on the field, but I also want to be an academic All-American because not a lot of people can do that. So like that was always mm-hmm. something I pushed myself to do. Um, but then when it's all gone and you're like, all right, I'm sitting at home. Hopefully, I've got a degree. I took advantage of the scholarship that I got. I got a degree. That's awesome. But what do I do now? You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be the average Joe Schmo that just goes, works a nine to five, kind of gets fat, and, and, and that's it. Like, I, I still want to be competitive. I still want to do stuff. But, you know, like, you don't want to, you don't yeah. want to stop their progress because I, I think you get addicted to, to just getting better and not only getting in better mm-hmm. shape, but you just, of, of, of having a, a this, whatever this micro goal is to, to get better and to get bigger and get stronger and get faster. And so I, I just, I, I'm telling you, I love that. The, the fact that you pointed out the, the structure, like it's cause I think people start for that structure. Um, like, so you, you push past that, you, you've gotten to, you know, like it's that you never stopped. I guess you said like you, you never <laughs> stopped. And so it, that's fast forward it to present day. What's the, what's the, What's the biggest thing right now that that that's really not not and I'm not talking about just just what you're doing athletically, but what's what's some of the stuff that's really like pushing you to, to really be better now? Does that make sense? I don't know if that question. Yeah, it does. Okay. It does. I think kind of like you said too, like that 
you probably learn if you play sports growing up, like to take pride in certain things and Mm -hmm. then pushing yourself and seeing how good you can get. And that absolutely carries over to academics. And I'm taking that even further, like now, and this definitely didn't happen through like running or soccer or gymnastics for me, but it definitely happened through lifting for me. Mm -hmm. Like I started, when I started lifting, like I had always lifted, but when I started right before, probably I started like lifting for strength, right? Right. Lifting, let's see what I can do for one rep max. Um, like I specifically remember my husband who we were dating then, it was probably like five years ago or so meeting one of his friends and he's mm-hmm. a strength coach. And he said to me, so like, what do you think you can squat? Like 225, like 250, 300. And I was like, Oh God, no, like, there's no way I, <laughs> like, there's no way I could do that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I remember this conversation cause I thought it was insane. And then to like little by little, like prove that I actually could squat two plates uh, I could squat 300 pounds I could and then like all of a sudden it's like you keep breaking your own expectations or those like walls you set for yourself yes yes and that carries over to everything else everything. so now like in my life I do things I would have never done before because why can't I break down those walls exactly you know I mean? and it sounds so corny I think but it's Definitely true. Yeah, but the sky's the limit. Like you, you set all these like goals and expectations for yourself. I mean, and it's you know, I, uh, <laughs> I always write these little notes, and like I write these little notes to myself, and I started going from writing little notes to myself to actually putting it on my bathroom mirror, and so mm-hmm. I literally have, <laughs> I use I use dry erase, mm-hmm. and I have I have all these goals and like my prayer list yeah. of people and all these goals that I want and my history of my meets and stuff and, and like what like my weekly totals are and all that stuff are on um, my poor mirror is just like it's just it looks like camouflage but because it's all these different colors and everything yeah. of all these different things and you set these goals the weirdest thing that probably happened to me in my lifetime as a lifter was i remember and i still have the piece of paper to this day in high school like write your goals and i remember i wrote my goals like i want to be able to one day squat 600 pounds and I want to be able to bench 500 pounds, and I want to be able to power clean 350 pounds. I remember I put those. And when I got to college, I killed all of those. And we had to, we wrote a, our strict conditioning coach. He, he he asked us to you know do the same thing. And I still have that paper. And I remember I put I want to be able to squat 750 pounds. I want to be able to bench at least 525 pounds. And at the time, I finally started doing deadlifts because I didn't really do deadlifts really in high school. I want to be able to deadlift at least 800 pounds. And I was like, all right, I'm going to chase those goals and I'm going to hit those goals one day. And I, I never thought, I mean, it was just goals. I'm like, I never, I don't think I'll ever get to these. And when I actually hit all those goals, you know, I mean, I was like 240 at the time. When I hit those goals, I kind of, you know, I kind of like, wow, I, I hit those goals. All right, well. I'm gonna set a goal that I know is not gonna be possible because at that time I was 90, <laughs> I, I was 90 kg. It's like I want to be able to squat 700 pounds. I want to be at 200 pounds to be able to squat 700 pounds. I want to be at 200 pounds to be able to bench over 500. I want to be sub 200 pounds and be able to pull at least 750. I never thought in a million years I would ever. To be, I'm being honest with you, I never thought in a million years. And last year, I did all of that in one training session, and I remember. Because my dad, he keeps all like all my stuff. Like I send my mom and dad, like, hey, y'all keep this. One day I'm gonna I'm gonna look back on it. And I remember I called my dad, bawling, dude, like freaking. I cried for everything, but I was crying. I was like, 
that I don't know what else to do. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I've done everything I accomplished. I have everything that I accomplished, like set out to accomplish, I've done. I've written on this piece of paper. He's like, well, it's time to stop writing on a piece of paper. Start writing it where you see it every day. And so I started writing thing, like I started writing on my, you know, boards. I set these little goals every day. And then the cool thing is now, like kind of it's like in life, like now I have a whole separate section for all of my clients, you know, when they have a test day coming up or a test week or they have a, a, a meet coming up, like, all right, well, my goal for them is to be able to do this, 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 and this. And what can I do to get them there? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, or like, you know what? My credit score is this right now. I want to increase my credit score by 50, by 50 points. How can I increase my credit score? How can I, you know, I want to have my mortgage. I'm going to pay my mortgage three months in advance. How can I do that? Like, just little right. goals. Like, I love that you, right. that, you know, you, you you set these goals for yourself. I mean, and it's like, it's, it's like cultivated from, I'm such a meathead. It's cultivated from sports. It's cultivated right? from. But, like, it's like such a low like you can you uh, like obviously you set these goals and you work really hard to achieve them in, in lifting or whatever athletics right. and it's so planned out but it's such a low risk like arena to do it like yeah. what's the worst thing if you don't reach those goals like you let yourself down a little bit yeah you know what i mean but what's the best thing if you could if you exactly. do achieve those goals like why not us? And like the, learning that process yeah like i mean like the the thing that i tell my guys my guys and girls now you know i mean because you know how it is, like, especially if I say you get a new client. And I mean, everyone has their goals that they set for themselves, but it's really such a far, I mean, because you know, as an athlete, you have those goals like that you, those goals that you know that you can, you, you could accomplish, but you have those that are kind of like, oh shit, those are, these are stars. These are out yeah. there. In yeah. every, you know, in every client, you know, you get that client that like, you know, they really want to be stronger. Or they want to have a better physique or they want to do whatever. But so they have that far reaching goal. But you look at the goal and like, you know what, this goal is so much closer than you think it is. But just right now, like you, you've already pre-programmed your brain to think like, I don't think I can get it, but I would sure like to get there. Like, you know, so I, I started like, well, you know, what, what have I told myself? What has my dad told me? What has my preacher told me? What have, you know, everyone's kind of always kind of had that little thing that they've always told me that, that it's always this common thing. And it's like, well, why not you? Mm -hmm. If this person can do it, this person can do it, you're training just as hard as they are. You're working just as hard as they are. You're eating well just like they are. Why not you? And so I started, like, really thinking, I was like, well, why not us? Why not me? Why not you? Why not you? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's that simple. And I, be, I believe it. I started believing it, I think, a lot more. And, like, the year that I was, like, that was my, that was my I should say, my, my mantra was, like, why not me? Why not mm -hmm. us? Why not my team? Why not the people that support me? Why not the people that care about me? Why not us? Why can't we be the ones that stand at the top of the podium, be, like be the number one person? Um, and I just started believing it. And the more I believed, the more it just started happening. The more it started happening, the more I was like, I just felt like, dude, I cannot lose. Like, I can't lose. Mm -hmm. the more, and it's just like, I might lose to you, say, in a meet. But I'm not going right. to lose at this meet. Like, I'm going right. to get a PR somehow. I don't care if it, you could have beat me by 50 keys. But if I just increase by point five kilo, like I just PR, I just won. Still a win. Yeah, it's a right. win. And the more I started doing that, the more I started believing it, it just seems like the W started coming a lot more frequent. I mean, it's not like mm -hmm. I've lost a lot, but it's like the, the, the quality wins. They started mm -hmm. happening a lot more, and I started enjoying training a lot more. And I just started noticing, yeah. like, it, just, it was just, there's far more smiles on my faces than frowns. And the next thing I know, I'm standing on top of a podium, and I just won a world championship. I'm like, wait what oh my god it is me like that's the craziest thing so i i mm -hmm. 
you know, so I was like, I want my people to feel that way, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and I've noticed the interaction that you have with your clients and the interaction that you have with, with your, your, your social media following. It's such an, like, it's very powerful in that I feel like when you interact with them, you know, when you give them us, when you give us the, like, our, your, your different tools and all that stuff, it's, such, it's like, it's, it feels like, it literally feels like, like right now, like you're just talking to me right now, like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Like, straight up, this is no lie. I have never in a million years ever thought, like, I'm going to get, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get my band. I'm going to put it on my legs and I'm going to walk the stairs. I would never do that. Don't do it. Dude, don't do it. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't do it. Whew, I tried that and I thought it was a wrap for me. But <laughs> I will say this. When I got done with my, and let me tell you something. I, I gave it the best five minutes that I could. And I was like, all right, I'm done with this. After that five minutes, you could have not have told me that my hips weren't the strongest hips in the gym. <laughs> That I like, you know what? I'm ready to go squat 700 right now. That's how strong my hips are. I gotta tell you, I've never done that before. It might be the last time. <laughs> oh, dude, that changed. That changed the game for me. Um, and I, I'm adding it to that. That's that's a part of my warm up regimen. Like I just, oh god, I, I, you know, it's. But the thing is, it's like you know, I would have never thought of doing that had I not like like followed you at all. Never in a million years. And here's a crazy thing. I've actually seen it done by a lot of people before. I just never thought of doing. It. I'm like, mm, eh. I don't, I don't care what they do in their life. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, right. it's cool because like I said, you have such a connection with, with, with those of us you're following. Um, and it's not like, you know, you're not like over the top and you're not like, you know, you're not a persona, but rather a person. And I think that's so super huge in this, it's this day and age of, I guess, social media being so prevalent and it's almost, it's this necessary tool now, um, to, to, to do anything, which is so weird to think, yeah. you know, like I, I remember, I literally remember when America Online was dial up and now it's like, and you know, ran across. yeah, like, and so it's just, it's, it's awesome to see like, you know, how, how your following is growing, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's completely wanted, like you, you're, you're killing it and, and you're working hard and you're such a, like, you're a fun person to follow and it just seems like, you know what? You want you want to see a person like that succeed, like you know what I mean. And if you're not cocky, you're you're very very, you're just a very very good person that lifts very very heavy weight, and you're very successful. I mean, and I hope that continues. Yeah, um, yeah I appreciate that. You know, it's kind of funny. Like, I had an Instagram when Instagram started, and I was like, Nah, I don't really want this. Do you know what I mean? And like, yeah, whatever. Like, I never really was on Instagram to like be an Instagram person, I right. guess. But through lifting weights, it's kind of, you know, I've gained a little bit of a following. Yeah. And for a while, I was like, what? Like, I don't know what to do with this. You know what I yeah. mean? In some ways, like, I'm just posting up my training, whatever. And then oh, I kind of realized, like, hey, like, it's a cool community. Like, it the really people that are following me are because they also are lifting heavy weights. Like, yeah. they're going through the same thing, whether it's 50 pounds or 700 pounds. Exactly. It's all the same feeling and you they, know what i mean and, and they, they 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 follow you because you know at this point not only do they in a, in a small it's, it's so weird to say that loud in a small way they want to be a part of your life and they want you to be a part of their life you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it's the truth um you know yeah. like, like like i said i always say you know it's like it's like a window like some people like open the window all the way up so people can actually see 
like see in like oh wow this is i get to see a lot of what's inside your house you know some of us open the door up and let everybody in like yo so this is the kitchen you know what i mean and some people and some people just like they open up the window and just barely creak open the blinds so you can see just enough people see what you allow them to see and and so like those of our numbers that just like you do a really good you have a good combination of like letting people in just enough to kind of see all right awesome this is what i want you to see this is a part of my life you're a part of my life up to this extent all right cool awesome now peace but it's just enough that people like feel like they identify with you and they yeah. identify with your struggle and they identify with with the, the work you put in because at no point you know what i mean while the weight is heavy and it's not like you make i mean some of the shit you make it look super easy i'm not gonna lie but then when it's like when when it's like a, a legit rpe and when it's legit weight you make it look like it's legit weight but this is a an elite lifter that's using great technique and really trying to make this weight move. Like now, you don't necessarily have to be a world-class lifter and be like, oh my God, I know that feeling. I know what that feels like. Like, dude, I know what like that 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 heavy percentage feels like. Like I, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? And when you, you know, when you rack it, it's like, oh crap. Like we get to see that part. It doesn't cut off. You know what I mean? Like before you rack it, it's you know what I mean? Like, but you get those people yes. that are like, oh, I'm gonna cut off, it's gonna look effortless. That's not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like we get to see that and you know, we get to see the 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 progression. And and I think that's it's so appreciated by so many people because not a lot of people, you know, really show that part. And again, I mean, and some people they wanna be more persona than they wanna be person. Whereas you, you're such an awesome person and people get to see that awesome person part of you. They get to see like, oh, she's a real person. And you know what I mean? Like she really does like, dude, she does have sucky days. Oh, and then she does have good days. And then, you know what I mean? Like you have your inspiring posts. You're like, oh my God, this is awesome. You know what I mean? You'll get your retweets and you'll get all that stuff. And then you'll, you know, like it's just, it's super cool. And again, you know, it's not like, you know, it's like like you, you, you have so much substance. You have such good content. Like, yo, I like that. I'm going to follow that. And it's not like, you know, it's just you're a straight up athlete and people can can people can appreciate the athleticism. You know what I mean? And, you know, every occasion, every now and then, like, you know, you'll show your pups. I'm like, I like that. Like that's that's not that's my that's that's, See that's this one trying to get in right here. Listen, I'm listen, I am. I'm lucky because my little, my little he's a little demon, dude. Like if as soon as podcasts start, all of a sudden he has this huge interest in what's going on in the back room. He can be chilling the whole day. But as soon as I start talking to somebody or hear somebody's voice, like, oh, wait a minute, let me get, let me be a part of that. So then I started putting in my earphones, and it still doesn't matter. He hears me talk, like, oh, let matter. me be a part of y'all. And like, he's just little enough. He'll like try to get in my lap, like, dude, back up. Like, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that guy. <laughs> this is not your time. <laughs> no, man, this is the most peaceful podcast I've had. I haven't had really? anybody biting at my ankles. I haven't had a dog scratching <laughs> at me trying to play because all of a sudden it's playtime. Like, dude, you haven't wanted to play all day. Now all of a sudden yeah. it's playtime. Dude, get out of here. So yeah, I, he's a, he's a, he's a mess. He's trying to learn. He's learning. He's how to, cute though. He's so cute. He's learning how to swim right now, or trying oh to learn God. how to float. He's all head. He can't swim. <laughs> like Frenchies can't so swim. Is, is he a French bulldog? Yes. Bulldog? Is he a French? Okay. Yeah, he's a French bulldog. So, the the ear one, you know, my ear dog with yeah. the ear that's like this. Yeah. Okay. He's definitely part boxer, but we swear, and we haven't done like the little doggy thingy magic yeah. to figure out what he is because he's definitely a mutt. Yeah. We swear he has to be front, part French bulldog. He might. He does, acts like one. Does he like? Oh, he <laughs> might. I mean, I'm trying to think. Does he? Well, I mean, does he breathe really hard? Yeah, he snores. And he snores. He's, he's <laughs> definitely Frenchy. He's Frenchy. He's got to have a little Frenchy in it because, dude, my little dude just out of nowhere, he just started. He's like, the underbite. 
Yeah, he's a little underbite, uh-huh. and he's just man, he's a mess, man. I, I, he's he's in well, he's in Philly right now. Like he's he's trying to learn how to swim. He's with grandma, trying to learn how to swim. Like oh boy, he's at his little. <laughs> he's got his little freaking life jacket, and he fell in the pool the other day. He has a life jacket. He, he had he can't they can't swim. His head's so big, he's so top heavy. He literally goes in the water, two doggy paddles, and it's just a nosedive to the bottom. He cannot this swim. This is something I want to see. Oh my gosh! Like you can't, like <laughs> you can't even. Video. You can't even like. He he. How put it this way? He fell in the pool, and like so, like she's like, well, Grandma's like, I'm gonna wait and see. She was, I sat there and I waited to see like if he was gonna like come back up to the top, and she said he did one paddle, two paddle. He went for the third and just went. Those, like, oh, those I'm like, oh my gosh. So, like, yeah, we had to get him a freaking life jacket. And the thing is, his first one, his head is still so big, and he still had just absolute. He has negative buoyancy. Like, he, even with the first one, he couldn't stay. He can't stay above water. So we had to get him a second one, a, a thicker one, so he could kind of stay afloat. And even then, he's just, he's just, man. It's, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm gonna do with him. I just, hopefully, he, yeah, man. So I'm like, and the thing is, like. It's so hot right now here. I mean, thank goodness for the, the cloud cover, but it's, you know, it's been like 102 to 105. So, like, there's no way I'm taking him outside to, to, to try to learn how to swim. I'm like, dude, just let him go up to Philly. Let him at least be in, like, halfway mild weather. He can get, go in the pool because if I take him outside here, he's good for 10 minutes, and then he just, like, lays down like, dude, I'm just going to sit here and roast. He just yeah, yeah. so poor fella. But, yeah, I am. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do with him, and like I, I'm gonna start doing more videos of him just because he's he's hilarious. But you know, it's not about him; it's about you right now. Um, <laughs> but all right, I'll I'll ask a couple more questions and I'll get out of your hair because like I literally I I like as you talk, I'm like, oh, this is good. Oh, I like this. I like this. I like this. All right, so um, okay, this is I'm excited about this one. So let's talk about worlds. Let's talk about. Okay. Let's talk about going to Worlds. I just, I don't even, I'm not even going to ask any specifics. Let's just talk about just, just the feeling of being there. Take me from, take me through the, how about this? Take me from the time that you walk in. Take me through, you know, just, you know, how warmups felt. Take me through being on stage. Just, just give me, you can go general. You can go as specific as you want, but take me through the world experience. Like, what was that like? And you're on, go. I'm excited to hear All this. All right. So I, like, didn't know what to expect. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people tell you all oh, yeah. about it, but you still don't know, like, what to expect. Right, right, right. There. Um, and to be honest, too, like, I – it was, like, the second time that I had been to Europe in my life. The first time right. I was, like, on a high school trip. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, that was cool, too, and exciting. Right. Um, like, traveling abroad. So show up to good old, well, first, this has nothing to do with me, but I go to uh, flew into Copenhagen and get there and we go to the train station because we're going to take the train yeah. to uh, Helsingborg and they're like, mm, no trains to Sweden. And I was like, what do you mean no trains to Sweden? And my face was like, I'm confused. How do I get there? And they're like, you can take a train to um, basically the edge of, um, I forget where they told us to take a train. And then like, Hopefully they'll help you. And then we were like, what? What? <laughs> so, anyways, long story short, we ended up taking a train to a ferry, which was definitely. Oh yeah, you took it. Anyway. You took a. You took a train to Helsingborg. 
and then took the <laughs> the ferry over from Helsingborg to to Helsingborg. Yes, which was definitely the way to do it. Um, so got there like a day before I think. So I got there. When did I compete? Wednesday. So I got there on Monday night, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So confused. Monday night. Then I uh, Tuesday. That was a good rough day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. I was, like, feeling good Tuesday, ready to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Excited, went and watched Marissa compete, came back, started cutting weight. <laughs> um, dude, I didn't sleep at all the night before. And I don't know if I was nervous or if it was because I was cutting weight or if it was the time change. And the whole night I was like, I should probably go to bed. And then I was like, wide awake. Like, what do you do? I don't know, whatever. Same here. I didn't sleep one week. Right? Not one time. I didn't even, right? I tried to close my eyes like 20 times and not one time that I, <laughs> I don't think I took more than like three breaths with my eyes closed. I'm like, I just stayed and watch Netflix. How frustrating is it though when you're like trying to sleep and you're like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, and nothing's happening. And you know that you need that sleep. You know that you need it. And I, I'll admit, the, I mean, a lot of it for me, the, the cut always has something to do with it because I worried, I'm like, I know that I'm already underweight. But what if? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, right? Oh. Yes. Okay, so agree. So show up the next morning, and Max is like, go check the scale. And I'm like, okay, cool. Underweight, right? I'm sick. Underweight. Here we go. Let's. I was the last one to weigh in, so I'm sitting there. Oh my and uh, he's like, you should just start drinking because you're, you know, you're underweight. And I'm like, I can't do that. What happens if, these li- if I drink and all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> I came all the way here, and all of a sudden, I drink four sips, and it puts on two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I know one. that feeling. How many ounces, how many ounces is um, 400 grams? I was literally, like, Googling, like. Uh, man, listen, you are preaching to the choir right now. Like, it's like every little bit, like, but what if I need, what if I sip this water? Yeah. And it puts me over my competitor. Like, what if I'm sitting under all my competitors, and I need that like to tie somebody to win by body weight. Like I, all the scenarios right. go in your head. Yeah. The funniest part is like, if you're on the other side, like if you're not the one competing, you're like, come on, man, do it. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, like this you're going to kill yourself. Option. What are you doing? But when yeah. you're competing, your mind's like, ding, 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 ding. So ding, many ding. things. Like, going like crazy. Uh, so whatever. It took a long time for wins, but then I weighed in. <laughs> I didn't weigh in for like 45 minutes. How about you? Okay. I will say this because we had so many 93s competing. Yeah. I was part of two platforms. I was the eighth person to weigh in. Boom. Okay. Poor David. David was like one of the last ones. But yeah, I, I, as soon as I weighed in, I weighed in and the thing was. Just like, uh, you know, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. The last person, I would have fought somebody. Oh. Right? So, of course, naturally, what do I do when I'm the last person? I turn it into a competition, and I made Arian time me. I said, I'm going to make it under a minute. <laughs> I did the same thing! I did the same thing! I'm, I'm going to be the fastest. I was, like, stripping off my clothes, like, shoving things at him. I almost left without my lifter card, and the lady was like, what are you doing? I'm I, like, I got a bet. I girl, I go. left my passport. I left my passport in there, like, Ross had to go back and get my passport because I left it in there. I was like, dude, I'm going to be the fastest. Like, dude, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. And like, I'm going to get out of here faster than anybody. Before the door closed, I was, I was already naked before the door closed. I didn't even care. I'm like, ah, we're all, we're all males. We all have the same thing, right? All right, cool. I was literally 
I didn't even catch one to hurry up and just get it done because I was like, I was so thirsty. But the, yeah. my here's my question though, because I want you to keep going. Once you weigh in, once you get it done and knocked out, and you try to take that first drink, mm-hmm. how hard is it to ingest that water? Like it's it's hard for me. I can't I can't ingest yeah. I, I can't ingest the fluids as like I mean I want to scarf it down and obviously you know you're not supposed to whatever whatever. But I'll get like five gulps and I'm like done. Yeah. So honestly, I, I had like two coconut waters. Like I always go coconut water. I don't know why. I just, yeah, I know. I know. I used to hate coconut water and now I'm like a fan. I know it's gross. I'm sorry. But like, I, uh, <laughs> like as I drink this crap after that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I usually don't have a problem with it, but I struggled, uh, that day <laughs> getting water back in. And I didn't even realize until like afterwards when I was getting drug tested and I had like a gallon of water and I'd only drank like half of it or something. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, wow, girl. Cheese and rice. I know. But I was just like, I don't know. Like, I think it was a combination of everything, like the nerves and yeah. not sleeping and thinking about the meat and like being very distracted. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Because yeah, I guarantee but, if, you, if you had to go back like right now and do it again, like you would probably like, oh, let me just go down this water. Like Once you get that first one out yeah. of your belt, you're good to go. That's so yeah. crazy. So, like, you get done. Like, nationals, I was like, I've been here before. Like, ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding. You know what I mean? Like, here we go. And then Worlds, I was like, oh, I'm just not going to do any of that because that makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so my first squat was pretty nice. Did you see it? <clears throat> <laughs> All right, so I don't know why, but, like, when, when I was standing, you know when you, like, stand and they, like, waiting to, for them to yeah. show you the bars lifted? It, like, hit me all of a sudden, like, down deep. I was like, oh, my God, this is world. This is what I've been training yep. for for years. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, what happens if I screw up? What happens if I forget how to squat? When, like, nothing was going through my head that was productive. Just like, <laughs> and then I got up there, and I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah. I just wanted to keep it interesting. It happens and, to the best uh, of us. It happens to the best of us. You know? So <laughs> I actually... <laughs> it was the most awkward squat I've ever done. And uh, I don't even know. I don't even think I got three reds. I think I got like a blue card. Don't even really. <laughs> a red and like a white or something. I don't even know. But anywho, I. <laughs> you got the Patriot. You got the Patriot. You got the red, white, and the blue. Yeah, I just was trying to get America's colors, you know, patriotic. Um, I literally went in the back. I didn't even look at the lights because I just assumed it was terrible. And I went in the back and I told Max I forgot how to squat. <laughs> I was like basically having a meltdown um, mentally. And he was like, shit, meltdown. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? And But the best thing that, and this is why someone asked me the other day, maybe like, what's the biggest difference like between working with Max and like before? And I was like, obviously, he is great programming. I was like, but the coaching part has been game changing for me. Like, for instance, he basically was like, sit down, take three minutes to like, tell yourself you don't right. know how to squat, then get up and like go for it. You exactly. know what I mean? So I literally sat down for three minutes and was like mentally freaking out, thinking I flew all the way to Sweden. I'm going to bomb out. I forgot how to squat. I can't do this weight. Like all those negative. Oh yeah. Moments. You got to get the negatives I out. Stood up, right. I stood up and forgot them. You know what I mean? Like, oh. all right, it happened. Like we're moving forward. We're going to figure out a way how to get in the meat. And I literally was doing air squats in the back to remember how to squat. <laughs> it's whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Right. So I hit my next two squats and they were both 
grinders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the third one, I keep looking at it, I'm like, whoo, that was like a seven-second squat right there. <laughs> right, listen, but you got it. What, what's it like? Um, what's it like getting more than one squat? Because I don't know, because I only got one squat. You forget, I got one. <laughs> I got one. Yeah, I just, You oh. know, if you did, like, the odds of the world, though, like, a lot of people got one squat at Worlds, yeah. I feel like. The year. crazy thing is, everybody that got one squat, the thing is, I can't even say much because I still, even with one squat, you know, and even not, I didn't even really, I only, I don't think I would, I got like six lifts, five lifts. Like out of all those lifts that I didn't get, I still was in contention to win. Like mm-hmm. that was just the weirdest part. Like, so like, I can say a lot of stuff, but I, I mean, I, let's be honest. Like if I'm going to do horribly, I'd rather do right. horribly on a world stage, you know what I'm saying? And still be a top four competitor you know what i mean with you know and like i said the the two guys that well the first and second they they pretty much set world records you know world record mm-hmm. totals in the process like i just you know i just i get it man like you know if if you get that first squat out of the way and it's like once you get it out of the way you know like all right cool i'm in here it, once you get that squat and you get the the white lights like all right i'm in the meet and then it changes everything like it's like the door's mm-hmm. open like all it right does. i'm in the meet now I, you know, now I can actually relax and go get it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. who knows if you didn't get the second, that third would have probably just, it would have yeah. been all nerves. So yeah, I mean, you got, you were in the meet after the second, for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? You remember mm-hmm. how to squat after the first, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. And and Came then, back. so, and then from then, like, you know, we, we go into bench now, like how was, you know, bench did better. We did better in bench. Yeah. So the weird thing about squats is like, and I don't mean for this to sound bad in any way, but, like, I think my first squat was a world record and my second squat was a world record at 57. Right. But, like, I didn't feel the greatest about it. You know what I right. mean? Right. Like, I, I just felt you. like I left some. So, like, that's cool. But it's the same thing about, like, I'm trying to be better than – I'm trying to meet my own expectations. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, bench went great, you yeah. know. Um, bench was solid. Um, I was very happy about bench and I was very happy about my third bench, um, which was also a grind. <laughs> my right arm was like four seconds behind my left, but that's cool. Um, I mean, honestly, like I know everyone always is like, oh, when you cut weight, you lose so much bench strength. Like mine's not that far, yeah. um, off from, you know, when I'm not cutting weight, which is neat. Um, but I don't know. I feel like bench and me, we've been tight lately. You yeah. Know? Like we get a lot. Yeah. Man, bench has been betraying me right now. Like <laughs> I say that, I mean, I don't even know, dude. Like I just Whew, man. I mean, it's it's not that far. Like I, I don't really necessarily lose a lot. It's just it just sucks knowing that, all right, cool, I'm gonna have to cut, you know, I'm gonna cut this weight, but man, I would really just like to be able to just cut loose with bench, but I also know like sometimes Sometimes like bench just flies, you know what I mean? Like I've mm-hmm. I've been it's been a couple times where like the benches move so quickly that I've like I, I've get I've gotten red lighted because it's like, oh my god, this feels so light. And I end up pressing before I get the call. I'm like, I'm an idiot, who does that? So yeah, I I, I get that part. Like, you know, bench bench and I we've been we've been pretty good. We've been pretty good to each other over the years. And usually in the bigger the meat, the better my bench is. So I'm like, all right, I've I never complain about bench. I feel like it keeps me in the game when my squat decides it doesn't want to. Um, yeah. So yeah. So we have a we have two solid benches. We have a small little grind. We'll say a small grinder. A small grinder with the right lag. 
Um, a one-arm grind. A one-arm yeah, grind. We just had a small one-arm grind. You know what I mean? The ride decided it was going to catch up yeah. when it was time. And so we move yeah. into deadlifts. Deadlifts, my favorite. Um, no, honestly, <laughs> this is like, so I like try to always be prepared, right? Like mm -hmm. part of my motto is like, I'm always going to be prepared because you right. never know what's going to happen exactly. on the deck. So I actually have <laughs> two belts. <laughs> one's bigger and one's smaller. Right. Right? Like literally size wise. Because um, the bigger one, like sometimes there's so much overlap that like I was getting like all bruised. Yeah. You know? So I got a smaller one. Well, I only brought the smaller one with me, and Alice, I I could barely buckle it by the time we got to deadlifts. I was like, oh, it was so tight. And if you go back and you, like, look at the pictures, my waist is, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a bad decision. Um, she has like, a corset. Like, she has on a corset. <laughs> like, my second one, I literally felt it, like, in my throat. No! Like, I'm not going to be that girl. <laughs> oh my if that would have happened could you imagine oh yes i can but i can promise you this had that <laughs> happened that would have literally been the first question that i asked you like so what happened what's up with the vomit like, here's the thing you got one or two options at that point with deadlift because let's be honest usually you if you cut weight you probably you know when you in a normal in a normal situation not only have you you know gotten all the the water and all the foods back in your body yeah. but at the same time you probably had a little bit of food now if you cut weight i mean your stomach has shrank a little bit most likely whatever whatever so you're trying to like cram this food in you know to, to make sure you have the energy for the pools but usually what happens is you know you got a little bit more i feel like you have more just i want to say more surplus than anything at that point yeah. so one or two Slow. things one or two things is going to happen. You're going to vomit. Actually, one of three. I was going to say one of three things is going to happen because it's almost happened to me. One, you're going to vomit. Two, you're going to piss yourself. Or three, you're going to be fine. So there's an option. Either you're going to be the throw-up girl, you're going to be the pee girl, or you're yep. going to be the girl that's regular. So you chose right. the route of the regular girl by, of course, choking down the vomit that almost made it yeah. through up to top. Okay, I'm good with yeah. that. I'm good with that. I'm good yeah. with that. Um, deadlifts were okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they were okay. It wasn't a stellar deadlifting day, but, like, you know, they were just a little, like, my squats and deadlifts are just a little off, you know? Yeah. Like, but, like, all that being said, and this is why, like, all right, let's fast forward. So I deadlifted, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think before. you did. I wasn't the last deadlifter, so I got to watch Maria deadlift, her last deadlift in the back. I had the yeah. pleasure of that. Um, Always nerve-wracking, of course which is always nerve wracking and like very strange. You know what I mean? Like I've never been in that position. Like it's kind of a weird position to be in. Because you can um, you have no, you're not in the driver's seat. And, not at all. And as a competitor, you're like, I don't necessarily want you to get it. But as a human being, you're like, as, yeah. a, as a human being, you're like, I, I'm hoping that you get it because I, I would want somebody to root for me. It's such a... That's literally how I felt. I was like, I feel like I'm like, I don't know what to feel. You know what I mean? My last three championships have been like that. So <laughs> that's all. So you know exactly what I, I mean. know the feeling. And it's like because you, know, you don't want to be a bad person and wish ill on anyone. Right. But you also want to win. You know what I mean? Like you came to win. You didn't come to... You don't come to get second place. You don't come to get anything other than first. And any competitor right. that they... I'm sorry, but... Okay, I take that back. That's a lie. 
any competitor that's in contention to win, if you do not come to win, why are you coming? There's some people that come for the experience. But those of our numbers that have the ability to win it, you do not come for anything less than to win that championship. And that's 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 it. I don't care how nice you are. I don't care how humble you are as a person. I don't care how godly of a person you are. I don't care like how much of a person, how much sacrifice you have, how much you love the sport. But at the end of the day, you come to win. And that's Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? But And so, again, like I I get it. You're in the back. You watch Maria get ready to to wind up and pull. And you're like, man, I want to win this. But I also mm-hmm. want you to do well because I know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I get that part. And and mm-hmm. then she pulls it. And then she pulls it. So <laughs> yeah, she pulls but it. like I literally watched it happen and it was a long pull too. So she mm-hmm. le- she like drew it out for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank no, you for that. But not really. Uh but like I she pulled it, put it down, and like they put up the lights. I literally like took a deep breath like took a walk and I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I lost, <laughs> you yeah. know, like had a conversation with myself. Like I came here to win. I had, I, I did okay. Like I, I feel like I took as much as I could have on this day. Yeah. I lost by two and a half. You know what yeah. I mean? And I turned around and found Maria, gave her a hug, congratulated her. Like she won it. She won. You know what I mean? Like she won and she put in just, She's been at this for a long time, and yeah. she deserved to win this day. You know what I mean? So it it's was like, her day. It, today was her day. That day was yeah, her day. You know? That, like, feeling when she was pulling, and then I took my walk, and I was like, all right, this is what happened. I lost. <laughs> um, and I lost by a kilo and a half, and, mm-hmm. like, Maria just legit had, like, an epic pull. And in my head, though, it was, like, kind of a strange experience because I felt like, I don't know. Like I felt like I knew that going into this, like my training numbers weren't going to be the same as the numbers I put up on the platform. And that was a weird experience for me as well. But I also felt like I cannot, like I was very proud of what I put together that day, Right. even though I didn't win. And it was also like a huge PR at 57 for me. So like, I can't be upset with the day that I had, even though I didn't accomplish the goal I came for. I get that. I, I completely get that. I, I completely get that. It's just like, you know, while you didn't, you know, I mean, you know, like, what, what does Gandhi say? If you lose, you don't lose a lesson. Um, while you may not have gotten the, the overall win, what you set out to do, you still did some solid, there was some solid stuff to be taken away from, you know, from the experience, you know what I mean? And, you know, and who's to say, you know, had... Had the opening squat been better, you know what I'm saying, then, you know, it could have led to more momentum. But then again, had the opening squat, you know what I mean, not been the way the opening squat was, then you wouldn't have had that opportunity to go to the back, reset everything, get -hmm. your mind right, because that's what champions do. You don't necessarily have to, again, I'm soapboxing right now, and I don't care. Those that are listening, those that don't, I don't care. But that's what champions do. You're not always going to be that champion that stands on the podium. But if you champion your moment, and that was an opportunity for you to champion your moment. I mean, I, you, you mentioned it before, like you had to find your why. Well, here's an awesome opportunity to find out wh- where your why is. Why am I here? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. all right, this, the first squat didn't work the way I wanted it to work, okay? I cut a, I cut a lot of weight, but there's no excuse. I, I, mm-hmm. You know, I've had a chance to rehydrate. I may not have drank as much as I need to, but I've already I've rehydrated. I'm in the game now, so it is what it is. So what am I going to do different from squat mm-hmm. one to squat two? Awesome. I got to do air squats to learn re- how to, to, to relearn how to squat again. 
then fine. And that's the thing, dude, because yeah. it doesn't, you're still, I mean, when you're matter. in that moment, it flies by, especially with warm ups. It flies by so fast, and you're just like, all right, cool, take this. How many times? Three. All right, cool, I'll take that. And you go, 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 and then all of a sudden, the opener's there. Now what do I do? Oh, let me go ahead and take this opener, because now it's not about a warm-up. Now it's like, I got to keep myself in the game now. The game started. And when it doesn't go the way it's, you expect for it to go, like it's gone right so many other times, like, oh, shit. This is where a lesser lifter crumbles. What am I going to do different than, than say, not that, I feel bad saying a lesser lifter, but it is what it is. Like what, what a lesser lifter, that's when they panic. That's when it just starts doing this. That's when you start hitting quicksand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All right, awesome. Okay, so now I have an opportunity. And again, you know, it's not that you're a bad lifter, you know, all the time. But sometimes I've been a lesser lifter at meets. Like, oh, crap, dude. I'm, I'm just, I'm panicking. And, it's, and, and I'm, I'm hitting mm -hmm. quicksand. So you have an opportunity to dig deep, figure out what it is about, like, the moment that I need to fix. All right, cool. Let me go do these air squats. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, shout out to Max because he's uh, he is a one. Max is one of those. He's such a cool dude. He's such a cool guy, and you know, and he's been in the situation enough, you know. But you know, as, as a competitor, as a coach, that you know, what I mean, you have to have somebody in your corner that doesn't get rattled. Well, coach is not rattled, so there's no reason for me to get rattled. Okay, I'm gonna go. Tell me what I need to do. Okay, go over there and and, and go through my process. Awesome, cool. Now I'm out of it. Let me do my air squats. Awesome. Now let me go and get this second moment out of the way. Cool. Knock the second one out. Awesome. Now I'm in the meet. I'm good to go for real, for real now. Awesome. Now what do I need to do for the third? All right, I just need to get the weight up. Okay, it's not the prettiest squat ever. Cool, fine. But I got it up. Now I'm definitely in the game. Now we don't know what really Maria's doing. We know what she's doing, but we don't know what she's doing because we're trying to focus on our own. Okay? We mm -hmm. get three solid benches in. Awesome. Now we're definitely in the game. And so we get building the total, building the total. So now we're down to the final pull. So there's nothing else we can do because we did everything that we needed to do to get to this point. And mm -hmm. that's, that's the thing. You can think of all the million things that, that could have gone wrong, but there's those things that, that go right. There's that thing from, from that first squat to the second squat, how you were able to change gears, get your mind mm -hmm. back right, to get ready for that second squat. And that second spot literally set the momentum and it set the tone for the rest of your meet. And that, 100%. That's the. That's, and like all of those things, sorry, like no, all no. those things, it's like there's always going to be things that go wrong. Always. And it's like how you react. Like how are you going to. How are you going to react to it to be the best you can be today? I feel like, and I know you probably get it all of the time because you've been, you've been on that stage a lot, you know, like you've been on a lot of big stages. Like, are you scouting out all of your competitors? It's like, yeah, like, sure. Like I've seen them before. I kind of know what they're doing, yeah. but not really. Cause it doesn't matter. Nah, like man. they could have their best day. They could have their worst day. Yeah. I just need to show up with my you've best gotta, stuff. Yeah. You've got to come out in. And the thing yeah. is, if you're, if it's your day that day, then you won't be beat. And that's the thing that people don't understand. I don't, it doesn't matter what, you know, what, what, what Maria does here. It doesn't matter what she does there. You know what I mean? If you come and you show up and that day is your day, mm -hmm. she could have the greatest meet of her life. But if that day is your day, it just is what it is. There's, there's no, there's, there's no losing. It just is yeah. how it is. You know what I mean? And that's right. the thing, like, you know, that day was her day. It was what it was. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? Like all the variables that happened for you, that happened for you for a reason. And you were still able to champion your day, but that was her day. I mean, and people yeah. have to understand the like. The other thing too is that we're like prove that 
I, yes, like you said, like I'm a competitor. I was showing up to win, but like, I also like love the sport. You know what I mean? Yes. And I remember saying to someone, like I didn't end up on the side I wanted to end up to, but like, this is why I do the sport. Like that was a competition. Oof. You know what I mean? Like who wants a blowout? That's what it's about. Who wants a blowout? That's what it's about. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, this is one thing, you know what I mean? And people can say what they want to say about Ray, but this is one thing that I, you know, I, I tell them a lot, you know, and I, and I talk to my boys a lot. It is. It has to be. God, it's gonna sound so weird, but it has to be so much pressure to be the man, to be the number one person year in and year out, to be so far ahead of your competitor and you're so hard, far ahead of your nearest competition. It's got to be so, not necessarily hard, but it's got to be just as hard as like trying to claw your way to the top, because you just don't know. Like you have to, you have to expect every and anything. There's no. Oh, I'm gonna climb my way to the top. I'm the, you know, I'm the underdog. There's no underdog when you're when you're the top dog. It's just mm -hmm. every year, every year I've got to be the best. And the thing is, like you set the tone. What is the best? I'm the best. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you how do you how do you perfect perfection? How do you best the best? Like that's got to be so hard. And it's so it's like mm -hmm. it's like we always have this. When you're in the number one spot, it's dope because like you're like all right, well, I, let me continue this, but like. It's just, it's, it's when you have something to shoot for, like, all right, this is the total. Okay. I can get that total, but what's going to happen if that total is bigger? Oh shit. I need to figure this out. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's so much, it's gotta be so much pressure to be that number one person and to maintain being that number one person. Like, I think, you know, like with, with, with Kim and uh, Kim has been, you know, the, the, the number one dog for so long. And then one year you're just not doing it. And it's just like, people forget like, dude, Kim is literally one of the best that's ever stepped foot on the platform mm -hmm. and she comes back you know in rare form like oh okay yeah all right like it's just mm -hmm. yeah. you know what i mean it's and it's like you it, it you know people i i joke around about it a lot because i was laugh i laugh about it don't and don't get me wrong it's cool to be it's it's cool to be a u.s guy lifting because they show us so much love and like you know you know, all the guys like Russ and all those guys, like they got, you know, millions of people following them. They love that stuff. They like they're good for TV and all that good stuff. But man, when you like literally, when you go across the aisle and you go to the women's side, it has literally been almost monopolized by the same names every year, every year, every year, every year. It's the same names over and over and over. The consistency and just the dominance on the women's side is so much, so much more prevalent than it is on the men's side. And so it's so it's I was thinking about stuff. It's got to be so hard on the women's side to break through because I mean it's just it's it is what it is, man. And you know what I mean. And and just now in the last literally the last like year and a half, two years, it's been a few new names. And I, people do not understand how dominant and how hard it is to break through on that U.S. women's side. You guys are stacked. And it is stacked, it is stacked, yeah. it is stacked every freaking year. Like, oh my gosh. Like, it's so like- when I know, and like not to br like bring it full circle, but to something you said before about kind of like believing that you can be one of those people. Like that, after the Arnold, that was like a big change in mindset for me. Like if this is one of my goals, I have to believe that I can belong yeah. with the top lifters in the US. Because like you said, like, they've been powerhouses and super consistent. So it's like not something that's easy to do. Dude, it's just, it's <laughs> and that's a hard thing to convince yourself. But if you can't convince yourself, like 
it's never gonna happen. It's, it's not. I mean, and, and the thing is, we live in a day and age of of people. And I mean, it's it, it's again. I mean, we've already talked about being an athlete and everything, but that's the thing about being an athlete on a team. Because you don't necessarily always come in as the number one recruit. You don't come in as the number one. You don't mm. come in as a starter. You got to work your butt off to get into that starting rotation, and. You got to work even harder to stay in that rotation because guess what? Next year, they're going to find a bigger, better, faster person to take that spot. And mm-hmm. there's been people that's people that have already been there that know the system. They're going to be working just as hard to take that spot back. If you took a spot like you're all every day is a trial. Every day is like I, I'm competing for a spot. I'm competing for playing time. It ain't, it's not even about being a starter. It's about being able just to mm-hmm. get time, time on the field, man. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, you know, like. That's all that's all you know as an athlete. You know what I mean? Especially in the States. Like that's all you know as an athlete. It's like I've gotta get out there. I whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, however I gotta do, whatever coach I gotta impress, you know, however many laps I gotta run, however, you know, however much time I gotta put out there, like I've gotta do it. So you have you've gotta have that belief. You got I mean, so we've had to have that belief early. I mean, as long as we've ever been, you know, a competitive athlete. So for you, it was like, all right, cool. I've got to be, you know, I've got to believe that I belong out there. Now, what do I need to do? What are the steps I need to take in order to prove to myself that I belong out there? And you did everything mm-hmm. you needed to do in order to do it. And fast forward 365 days later, you're out setting every record known to man. And, you know, not necessarily, it's not necessarily about creating a buzz for yourself, but you created such a buzz and like people are like, wait, who is this girl? You know what I mean? And well, that, that's a cool thing, though. Here's the thing. When you put yourself in a position for people like, oh, shit, who is this girl? Okay, cool. Watch my next performance. So, no, and that's the thing. Like, people are like, well, who is this girl? And then you follow it up with an even, I think, so that, that the Arnold that we feel like we belong. I keep saying we like I was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Arnold that, yeah, we, yeah. That, that, that we decided, all right, this is where we belong. Now, we have a full, mm, happy, Six months to uh, six months to, to nine months to train for nationals, and that's when you start really like that's when stuff started picking up. Your momentum really started picking up. Mm-hmm. So that's when you're like, wait, who is this girl? <laughs> now nationals passes, and we get to the Arnold mm-hmm. to the Grand Prix. The Grand Prix was like, this is who I am, mm-hmm. and that brings us to present day. So now we're at we're at Worlds. Like, wait a minute, man. There's like this girl's good. She's good. She's good. Not only is she good, but she's competing with the best in the world. And you can do either weight class. Oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm pretty good at weightlifting, too. Like, now you're <laughs> at that part. No, and it's dope, dude, because you not only, like, yeah. we, we had an opportunity as an audience, as, uh, as fans, like, yo, who is this? Now, not only have you shown us who you are, but you've also shown what you're capable of doing. So, like, now it's like, all right, now you like your, your story, like your story's, your story's told. And now it's not, not only are, has your story now been told, but now you're actually, you're building your legacy. And that's the dopest part. Because like you're literally like, we're, we're able to kind of witness like your legacy being built. Like, 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 just like Marisa did, just like Jen has done. You know what I mean? Like Kristen has done. Like, I mean, you know, like you're, you're kind of the new kid on the block, but you're not mm-hmm. new to this. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's awesome to watch. So, I mean, now we're, you know, we're done with Worlds, Okay. We've been able mm-hmm. to enjoy sweep a little bit. We've been able to get back home. Um, we've kind of pressed the reset button. So we're let's say we set the reset button right now. Okay. Um, obviously we got we have a weightlifting uh, a weightlifting thing a weightlifting comp coming up. You know what I mean? So I mean maybe a little bit of focus is is kind of toward that right now. 
So let's say once the weightlifting is done and out of the way, okay? I mean, obviously you do, you would do both. We've gone back to the drawing board, so to speak, whatever. Um, what's, I, I don't, I mean, not that like, not that like you've got like all these secrets, whatever, but what's, what's, uh, what's going to be the focus going into nationals? What's, what's going, when we get to Chicago, when we get to Lombard, what, what's going to have been, what, what would have been the focus leading into, leading to nationals this year? What do you mean? Like, like what's my goal? <laughs> yeah, like what? What's? I like, say. So let's say. Okay. Um. I say for myself. I. You know what? I'll. I'll. I'll set the tone because I got a lot of crap I need to work on. My squat. <laughs> my squat. Oh, okay. My squat is going to be my main focus going into nationals this year. I mean, I. I it's always my focus. Yes, my 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 goal is is you know what? We're, let's get three squats this year. That'd be nice. Why not? Yeah, yeah, like that'd be, that'd be I think that's a great goal. Yeah, like so. What's what's gonna be what's gonna be one of our focal points going into nationals this year? I think a couple things. I'm very excited to not uh, be cutting into a weight uh, into you know what I mean the weight yeah. class. So like I'm super excited to be able to like have a proper peak and be able to peak out of meat. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm super excited for that, um, especially for my squat and my deadlift because yeah. I think that there's some big numbers that are out there mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that without cutting weight, I'll be able to kind of put up. Um, but to do that, like you said before, like I am pretty, what do you want to say? Like not obsessive, but I guess in a way obsessive of like technique and fixing things that could be better because I know at this point in time, like, yeah, sure. There's going to be strength gains here and there, but like, I'm going to be able to throw more kilos on the bar by making sure my technique's there. You yeah, know what I mean, it's it's um, always a hard part because like that. yeah, the, obviously the, the not necessarily heavier you get, but just the more the more muscle you have on, the more weight you have, like the levels yeah. just change a little bit, and people people yeah. like understand like when you're you know actually I can use myself for example you know when I'm walking around like ninety four you know ninety five you know what I'm saying sometimes even like you know up to ninety six you know it's different than when you cut down to ninety two ninety two and a half like that little belly that I try to use like against my belt to push off. It wasn't there. So like that pop mm-hmm. out of the bottom that I normally have, I didn't have that. So I was like, wait, this is a completely new squat. Like I, my first squat, I bottomed out so low and they literally look at me like, why are you going? So like, dude, I'm just going to where I feel my, like where I'm feeling like the, the resistance of the, of the belt. Well, that resistance yeah. is a lot lower than it normally is because I don't have that cushion. You know what I mean? So like, you know. But it's funny because if it wasn't like one of your, you know, like heaviest spots, it wouldn't matter. No. But now you're doing it under a situation where it's like you're trying to hit a, oh hit a PR. <laughs> it's so weird. Like I laughed because I, I I did my first squat. It was like 606, whatever. And I was like, wait a minute. Dude, I just did this like literally two months ago. I did this for like for like three sets of eight. And now it it literally it feels like I have a gorilla on my back pulling me down. What's going on? And of course, <laughs> I look around the corner and Ross is like, "Yeah, dude, you just don't have a belly, bro." Like, oh my gosh! So then, so then I try to like I'm down to the last one. I like try to clip my belt down the last one, and I cannot breathe to save my See? life. But oh, it God. is what it is. Say, you need two belts too. Like, yeah, I have two belts. But they're both mediums. This one's my one's my pretty belt, and one's my one's my like workout belt. Those my competition belt. I like you know what I mean. Like I just I never want to be that that SBD athlete that has like a nasty, chipped up, ugly belt. Yeah, man, I don't want to be that way. But like I have a I have like a I have a Titan I have a Titan belt that's like it's, whew, 
it's from my it's from my my 90 kg days, man. But that bad boy, it just it just makes me sad. I'm like, dude, I'm so fat. I don't even need this stuff. Get out of here. So yeah, I just I I'm, I'm I just I, I I get it, man. Like you want to, it's like you have like these points of refocus, but it's just so tempting not to have to cut. It's so it it, it seems like it's gonna be so awesome for you. Like I mean, you'll be able to just kind of do your thing and just dude, the the numbers are gonna be stupid. I'm so excited about this. I'm so, so excited about it. it better be. I can't be like. So I, here's the thing, though, which I think that everyone, because like you know, like, <laughs> um, I'm not known for deadlifting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not, but that's crazy. Um, it's crazy because I'm not either. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but I'm actually like the most excited for the deadlift, mm. like to see what I can do with my deadlift and like really hammer home, like leading into Nats, like the technique off the floor and things like that for my deadlift and like seeing what happens. Oh dude. Yeah. Cause that thing is and like making the goal of not being first on the deadlifting list. That's always my number one deadlift goal. <laughs> I li- if I can get middle pack deadlift, I, you would have think I'm like, I would walk, I'm going to walk around. Like I'm the, the biggest puller ever. Right. Like I just, Seriously. I, I think, you know, but the thing is the, the thing that you benefit that, that really helps you of course is, I mean, cause you do have a super big squat and your squats are always like, they're, 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 they're very smooth. You know what I mean? You don't waste a lot of motion. Um, like you, you obviously you have like super strong hips. So, I mean, the cool thing like about, you know, your deadlift, of course, I mean, there's so much awesome carryover. Thank God from, you know, squat deadlift. Like if it gets, if it breaks the floor, there's a, I mean, at least with you, I mean, not, not a lot of lifters are like this, but at least with you, you have such a high percentage of that deadlift being locked out because you have such a strong squat. Um, you have a solid bench, so like you're always sitting pretty in the bench. Like you're not gonna lose ground because you're a bench. If nothing else, you might chip up a few spots because of your bench. So that's awesome. Um, but the cool thing with you, because you have such a solid freaking squat, that squat almost sets you up. Like, ah, oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna be front of the pack because my squat must be nice. Um, that's why I'm working on it. Um, but you can at least be sitting in the front of the pack because of the squat, and you have such a solid bench, you're not gonna lose ground because of it. Now, imagine a world where our deadlifts are strong and right? we actually can finish a meet without having to right? watch somebody pull at the end. Are you kidding me? Right? You know what I, I mean? You know, like, yes, yes. That's oh, This is never going to happen. But if I ever, in like 10 years from now, was like the last deadlift puller, if I, I'm going to write that on a sheet of, sheet of paper, I would cry before I even oh, deadlifted just I'm, a pure I, I am telling you right now, I cried when I was <laughs> the third to last pull. Like, I was the third to last pull. Uh, I've been the third to last pull, what, three nationals in a row. The first time it happened, now mind you, I just no way I was going to freaking. It was myself, and then it was Lane Norton, and then it was Jesse Norris. And I was like, I remember, I was like, oh, y'all, I'm next to next to last. And I, I sat down. This is no joke. I am bawling like a baby. And Matt Gary had to slap me, like, slap me back into reality. He's like, you still have to pull. You know that, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I'm the next to Lex to last, man. This has never happened. But now it's like, I got to get next to last. That's the goal. My goal is that I don't even want to be the last lift. I just want to be the next to last lift. You know what I mean? Like, I'll take next to last. Girl, I will take, honestly, at this rate, I mean, well, down in 93s, there's what? Freaking, there's two 800 pullers? God dang it. Yes, I will. Oh Lord, it's about to be three. Oh my gosh. Yes, I will take. I will if I'm fourth to last right now. I'll be happy. You know what I mean? But yeah, okay. that's been that's been the that's that's a goal, man. And I think that's a good goal for both of us is to try to be 
next to last or next middle. next to last. Like at least yeah. middle row. We can't Somewhere as long towards as the bottom. I do not want to be the first. If I'm in the first half, I'm gonna be no. hurt. We got it. Our yes. goal. Our, we're setting this goal. We're setting a, a tandem goal yes. here. We're, our goal is to be in the second half of the deadlift. Yes. Because if if, if we're in like the second that. half, I mean, I I feel like well, you know, at least with me. I mean, I know my bench is gonna at least get me there. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't have like if I can get a man. If this squad has got to act right, I'm trying to build. I'm trying to build. build I'm trying to be a subtotal freaking champion. So we'll see. Right. But yeah, I'll, uh, I'll subtotal champions of the world. <laughs> boom! I, I'll make us medals. <laughs> okay. We got our own medals. I got so many cheer medals. All right, I will get out of your hair, but we got one last thing. Okay. The song. What are you talking about? What do you mean? What I'm? You know what exactly what I'm talking about? Like I, do I, I get to play the song, or do you want this like acapella? You whatever is easier for you. The question I always ask is, if you are stuck in an alley, you're being held by gunpoint, and the 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 robber says, "Hey, I will let you go if you can sing one song. It could be a rap song. It could be it could be a Disney tune. It could be whatever. But what would your go to song be?" What you? What would your go-to song be? I mean, it would definitely be a Beyonce and or a Destiny's Child song. Okay, so now I'm since I'm the I'm the Robert, all right, awesome. So you can it's any Destiny's Child slash Beyonce song that you want. <laughs> you perform it. I will let you go. If not, then you're robbed. Boom. So there it is. So all right. Which one are you going with? We're, just, we're gonna go with the first one on the list. Oh my gosh. So you I like, think. you know, multiple. Oh, I'm a big fan. So I was actually thinking about this the other day, and I don't know why. <laughs> yes, I'm avoiding singing. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. But I, um, what was I going to say? Um, I was thinking, like, oh, like, how many times have I seen Beyonce in concert? And then I thought back to the first time I saw Beyonce in concert, I was like in high school, and it was like, called woman's first tour or something mm-hmm. let me tell you do you know what i'm talking about yes it was like beyonce alicia keys yes it was mary <laughs> i was like it's actually a sick concert yes yeah, right? it's, it's star studded but um all right we're just gonna go with the first one <clears throat> this is so awesome i'm gonna play it because say my name say my name if no one is around you, say, baby, I love you. If you ain't funny, gay, say my name, say my name. Kind of shady, ain't calling me baby. Why the side of change? Say my name, say my name. Is around you, say, baby, I love you. If you ain't running, gay, say my name, say my name. This is like cardio. Yo, you did it. You're good. You're good. You're off the hook. You did it. You did it. You did it. I would call. You would say. Baby, it's the better part. <laughs> this one. This, this is word. so awesome. Like, huh? yeah, okay. I told you, I did not have a good No, that's it. okay. You're <laughs> off the hook. You did it. You did it. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is so awesome, Megan. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought this was gonna be like 30 minutes, maybe. Like, oh, we're just gonna chat a little bit about lifting. And it, it, I I think the cool thing is that you I mean every time I do a podcast, you start figuring out like these people. Are, like, obviously, you're more than a lifter. Um, I think the, the, the awesome thing is like you have the insight of, of being a former college athlete and just that talk of the transition and the use of structure. That was huge. I was like, dude, we got it. I want to keep expanding them on that. that. I really appreciate that. I literally, I am sitting outside of Starbucks. I'm sweating. 
Um, I got a guy that's about to go lift. I just got a text from him. Go no, guy. the thing is, they haven't even started warm ups yet. He's like, he's a he's a big boy. So they're like, they're he's like, uh, there's like four more flights before him. So like, I I'm lucky. I'm lucky. So I was like, oh, well, we're just gonna extend this. But like, I'm not lying to you when I tell you this is seriously one of the most amazing moments for me. And I'm a huge fan of of your work. Like you you really work hard. You you. You do so much for just the little community, just through your attitude and just your execution, and just how how you like, just, just how you relate to people. It's 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 super awesome. Um, I'm, whew, I'm I'm scared slash excited. I'm scared for your competition. I'm ex I'm excited for your numbers. Like you know, what I mean, with with you not having to cut and everything. Like I think it's gonna be super duper huge. Um, I anticipate there being just ridiculous amounts of records being set and broken and reset and um you know i think the deadlift's gonna be ridiculous um okay. and we're gonna know, be in the second half listen we're gonna the second the second half the second half kids man that's the, that's our goal so <laughs> i i mean i definitely i'll keep checking in man and and you know make sure everything's cool with you but i i like i said i i'm definitely gonna have to have you back um Definitely before nationals, maybe before your your waitlist to me. Just I don't know, man, because you're you're definitely a fan favorite for sure, at least for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much. If you need anything, you know where I'm at. Um, where can you be reached if people want to follow you and all that stuff? Um, first of all, thank you for having me on. Like you're you're I look up to you in powerlifting. You're always so positive and you're having a good time. And like again, like that's what it's about. Yeah, no, but for real, you know what I mean. Like that's what it's about. And like you're such a positive influence on the powerlifting community and. That's cool, you know? Like, that's something that I hope oh. you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you But for real. Um, oh my gosh, my dog is crawling up. But I am usually on Instagram at MegScanLift. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, this is going to be so... I'm so excited, man, to get this up. I'm going to make sure I get this up ASAP. Um, it, yeah, I'm excited for people to hear this. This is a good one. <laughs> but thank you so much uh, again. Um, I hope you enjoy your Saturday. Sorry for taking up your time. Not really. I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that we were able to figure out which format we were going to use. That took oh, a little God, bit of time. Know, right? Shout out to Skype for deciding that it wanted to work. That's dope too. Um, shout out to the pup for you know trying to get a few cameos. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but thank you so much. Um, I will talk to you soon and thank be good. You. All right, bye. Thank you. Bye. Man, listen. Like I said, I thought it was a freaking awesome, awesome interview. Um, it was cool, I think, for me personally, just because uh, I, I really wanted to be able to get her on, and I had to literally go to Starbucks um, as I was waiting for one of my uh, one of my clients to uh, to lift at a, a powerlifting meet. So I found the nearest Starbucks I could find, uh, got some decent Wi-Fi, and um, Ubered over there and uh, knocked out this interview, and I, I think it turned out awesome considering the the, uh, the the links that we had to go through. We had to actually do uh, a few sound checks and actually get everything popping. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as, of course, as I enjoy doing it. If you guys have any questions, um, coaching, um, clothing, any of that good stuff, go to lsmclean.com. Be sure to follow Meg. Um, I think she's awesome, man. She's she's just she's one of the best out there, man, and um, an awesome ambassador for the sport. Thank you guys again for being a part of this journey, man. We'll keep trying to churn out more stuff, man. Uh, DM me if you need anything. Thank you guys very much. Peace.